down in the den it's your boy mars and we are back again with another stellar episode today we're talking about one of my favorite topics one of my favorite pastimes video games and horror movies and with me to help me out with this conversation i have with me today horror enthusiast adult film vet podcaster and twitch gamer supreme rebecca love rebecca welcome to the den how are you doing today I'm doing great. I don't know if I'm a Twitch streamer supreme, but I definitely am addicted to it. It sounds very Taco Bellish. A Twitch uh, streamer supreme <laughs> sounds like you might order that on Taco Bell. It sounds delicious. I'll but, take that in a combo. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Mountain Dew, please. Thanks. Uh, oh, look at you, old school Mountain Dew. Gosh. Very Ice- old school. Love Mountain Have you done the Icy's? Mountain have. Dew Icy. I have, and if they told me crack was in it, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. That's why I stole my mom's couch. No, it's, it's <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they're fantastic. Amazing, amazing. So one of the traditions here in the den, I'm a big nerd, big comic book nerd. I see you have some cool stuff in your background as well. And I always say every hero and villain has their origin story. So. Rebecca, what's your origin story? How did you get from point A to where we're at right now? Oh my God, time and experience. Um, I've loved horror since I was a kid. My first uh, horror movie was Alien. Was it Aliens? No, Alien with the whole thing, the chest burster popping out. I was just yay big, scared the shit out of me. But then and there, I knew I loved that. I was a thrill seeker and I needed that that extra oomph, that scare, that fright really jolted me and I loved it. And then I shared it with my friends. And then I have girlfriends that when we get together, we're always popping in the horror movies. Well, back in our day, we popped them in with a VHS. Oh no, I'm a VHS baby (laughs) as well. So I'm I'm, I'm with you that my first VHS was 1989 Batman, the very first Batman movie. Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, Kim Basinger, yes. That is my Batman. When yeah. people go, who's your Batman? Michael Keaton. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, same here. Bell is great, even though he sounds like he has throat cancer. But uh, uh, Ben Affleck, I think he looks like the Batman I picture. But Michael yeah. Keaton is my Batman for sure. Yeah, I would say um, Ben Affleck, definitely the visual. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And I think the best played was, um, what's his freaking name? I can't think of him right now. But I know... Who, I, it wasn't that long ago and i want to say it he even um he did psycho that's why i know uh christian bell christian bell was pretty damn good yes yeah he was pretty good like i said the only thing i like if you notice from movie to movie his batman voice got more and more outrageous and i'm like intense very intense and i I can only imagine if you're a villain and he's got you batman and you're like what I, I, I didn't. Un- you're on the wrong team. You should be a villain with that voice. Right. I didn't understand what you were saying. Can you tell me where they're at? I'm like, Pardon? What? I, I don't get it. So, but yeah. He's, he's talking he's, from his balls, baby. Absolutely. A full <laughs> set. A full set. So, I, I love some horror movies myself. Uh, they scare me to death, but I, it, it's a thrill, like you said. And, it's uh, a roller coaster ride for at least 90 to two hours, three hours. Okay. You, you're killing me here. All right. Yeah. yeah no. So. Yeah. 
yeah, it gives me that thrill. And some people can't even watch them. They're like, no, I can't take it. And I go, it's not even real. But if you show me real shit, I will cringe. I can't watch it. Absolutely. And that's what I always said. Chucky doesn't scare me. If Chucky came to life right now, I'd kick him. He doesn't even have really a posable thumb. I'd, I'd throw him out the window. But you're right. How, you're- did, how did you feel about the new Chucky? Uh, I, so I'm a Star Wars nerd. I love Mark Hamill. He's probably the greatest voice actor of the 21st century. Hated the movie. I love Aubrey Plaza. I think she's a, a, a great actress. I love her and uh, some of her past work. Hated the movie. I didn't like him being a AI. I'm like, now it's just Terminator. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I like the whole stealing the soul and, and the, that was the whole point. So that's the one And the campiness. And the campiness, yes. So I didn't like the modernization of- I liked, I liked the AI version. I just wish it wasn't Child's Play. They could have named it something and it could have stand on its own. Could have been a video game system. That would have worked, you know, anything. But yeah, Child's Play is that any kid that's playing with a doll doesn't want the doll to be AI. They have a a phone for that. So it doesn't really make sense in today's society. Look at you you pulling it apart. You have your phone. You don't need a whole goddamn doll. You don't kind of like a, a vibrator. You don't You're, need the whole damn doll. It, it put <laughs> a lot of us uh, guys out of business. So I understand. I understand. Mm. So I always ask, I, I like to get, uh, we always play a game called Mount Rushmore. Uh, okay. Whenever someone's an expert, we want to know who goes on your Mount Rushmore. So what are the four horror movies that you're going to put on your Mount Rushmore? If, if someone said, I want to get in the horror, Rebecca, who, who should I look at or what should I look at? What's your four horror, uh, Mount Rushmore horror movies? Well, then I should put them in order so I can like slowly progress them to the top. So I would put um, Gremlins first just to get you your toe wet Love and dip it in. And it's a Christmas movie. It it's is. great for the holidays. Absolutely. Gremlins first. I got to put Aliens in there because I like horror sci-fi. I love it. And it was my first. So if you pop a cherry, you're going to get on the list. Um, let's see the third. I gotta look behind me and see what I got here that I absolutely freaking love. Oh, you gotta do you gotta do Elm Street because it's campy, it's fun. Uh, and 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 I love Robert England as Chucky. Uh, not uh, Robert England as Freddy. Freddy. Freaking love him. Yeah. Let, let's I put Chucky it. on the list too. Let, let's yeah. throw that. I like campy horror movies. Me too. Me too. What did you think about the remake with, uh, I forget the actor. I know he was in Earl Ely. Ely? Oh, God. I'm Are you talking the about the worst movie ever made? Yes, where he didn't even look. He's in makeup. I know Robert England's like 730, but just put him in the Freddy Krueger. He's our Freddy Krueger. It doesn't matter. Ageless. It's yeah. Ageless. Ageless. You can even have a stunt double. As long as on the close-ups I have Robert England, that's all that matters. So I was very, very, Lee Earl Haley, I think, was the guy. And it was too petty. It was too pedophile-ish. And we always were like, was he a pedophile? Wasn't he? Like, we were on the borderline, but you can't root for a pedophile. And you always rooted for Freddy. They kind of just made him a child killer, which isn't much better. But you're like, at least he's not being a creep as well. He's just killing him. So, you know. And he made uh, it fun. Yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes, and the parents are jerks, so sometimes you got to teach them a lesson. Uh, now, um, you're also, uh, as I mentioned, a, a Twitch game in their deluxe, maybe not a Supreme, but we'll say deluxe. 
what's your favorite horror video game or have you ventured in any of the horror video games oh yeah i do i stream a lot of horror video games in fact the only reason i got on twitch is because i wanted to play friday the 13th i love the idea of you could be jason or you could be a camp counselor you're a survivor or the killer whatever and your friends run away and you play and the great thing is it's a multiple player game so you can play with your friends and i got an xbox i got on twitch because i'm like if i'm gonna game I need to create content. I need a purpose to do this. I can't be wasting my time. And I gradually learned how to play Friday the 13th. And I loved it. And I, it's still my go-to game. When other games, you can't get into a fucking server. You're like, all right, let's go to Old Reliable. And we'll play that game. But Dead by Daylight, Friday the 13th, we play White Noise 2, which is a more indie game. Um. God, I'd have to look at my list. Oh, and I'll do Mortal Kombat um, XL because it has Alien, Jason, uh, uh, Chainsaw. Freddy, it, right? Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah, it has. I, it doesn't have Freddy in that one. But I, I play all horror. I, I always go, if I'm going to do something for free, what would it be? Something I like, right? Something I look forward to. Makes sense. And I was like, all right, if I'm going to get on Twitch because Twitch... It, it, it don't get on it because you want to make a whole bunch of money you right. get on it for other reasons right and i look forward to every tuesday getting together with my scream team and celebrating horror that's it's so much awesome. fun so you're super cool that that's one of the reasons i really wanted to <laughs> interview when i when i saw all the cool things that you were into i was like we need rebecca on the den we need to get her a den mate stamp oh my god like, you're making me blush over here. Well, you're, you're, you deserve it. Well deserved. What was your introduction into video games? Because I, I love talking to female gamers because growing up in the 80s, I laugh today when I think about the advertisements. The boys had He-Man and G.I. Joe and Transformers. The girls had My Little Pony and Barbie. Uh, the video games, I've never seen a little girl playing a video game in a commercial. It's always the 13-year-old grimy boy that's the, Mom, I need some more pizza rolls in, in the basement. So what was your introduction to video games? Or do, do you remember your introduction? Oh, yeah. It was uh, Mario Brothers. And it was on Nintendo. And I got addicted. And my friends would come over. I'd go over to their house. And we would just... and. We never ordered those. Remember those magazines that you got yeah, to figure Nintendo out? Power, Game Pro, all of them. Yeah. So I would just ask my friends that had the magazines, hey, how do you get past this level? Hey, how do you get all these lives? So they would just tell me and then I'd figure it the fuck out. And I would save the princess a lot of times. I don't think I could do it today. You remember when you had all that time on your hands yeah, to invest into a video game? Yeah. When, when you're... 10, 11, 12, 13, what do you have? You school and that's it. So you have the patience. Now it's super, it can be super frustrating. Uh, and games are a lot more um, advanced. Oh, There's sure. a lot going into it. You could do sure. achievements. You could do um, high scoring. You could just battle your friends. There's there's so much more involved. And before you just sit there and, yeah. and you might have a partner for Luigi, but, yeah, but you passed off because you couldn't play at the same time. So we're not dying. Right. Right. To you. It's, it's funny that you say that because that was also my first introduction. I always blame my late brother for uh, uh, making me the chubby boy because I was the athlete all up until about nine years old. And on my ninth birthday, he said, hey, you're getting a Nintendo. 
And I was like, what's, what's that? I want to play basketball. I want to play football. I want to do all of this. He was like, my brother's little brother has one. It's really fun. You get, you're getting one. And he told my mom, that's what I want, even though I just wanted a bike. And then when I got it, it was like that first hit, that first love. And and before you knew it, I'm, I'm eating combos, drinking Mountain Dew and, and ordering pizza, playing video <sighs> games all day. Combos. I, just, I freaking love combos. They're awesome. They are super awesome. So that, that is hilarious that that was also your first intro into the video game world well i was just like you with the bike thing i used to ride my bike everywhere like stranger things everywhere and then once i got that nintendo it's like that's all i wanted to do was play it was very addictive yes my mom always joked how before the kids in the neighborhood would knock on the door hey can sean come out to play and before they could say play i was at the door and then after nintendo i was like y'all can come in and i have (laughs) your mom loved that she was fine. She, we were in the snack house, so we had the snacks and the pop and the chips and the. So I think we contributed to the whole neighborhood entering childhood obesity because of my brother. So probably. But you mom. were safe, and she knew where you were. Absolutely, I think that's why she dug it. I think that's why she dug it. So we're on, I think, the eighth generation of systems. I know there's a Xbox Series X and PlayStation Five, which everyone's trying to get. What's your all-time favorite system? Well, I've never played uh, PlayStation. I only have Xbox. And I got, once I started high school and all that, I kind of lost the interest in video games because I had to like study and there was just no time for it. And recently, and this is only a few years ago, I started getting back in and I got an Xbox. So I haven't really done the PS4. I, I don't or is it PS5 now? I'm so sorry. We're on five now, but you, you, five. you're probably better <laughs> off finding a PS4 because they're so hard to get right now. It was same with Xbox, the new ones. It's yeah. so hard to get. Very hard, very hard. But yeah, I'm, I'm an Xbox right now. And I play a little bit on Steam. I'm always like looking for the new exciting games, especially some adult games because I do other things. Sure, sure. So, I, and I, I, Xbox is one of my favorite systems. I, I have them all just because I'm a nerd. But yes, Xbox is definitely one of my favorites. I love the, right now I'm playing 12 Minutes. I don't know if you've heard that. What is 12 Minutes? So 12 Minutes is free on Game Pass. And basically it's like a mystery game. You have 12 minutes and you're in a time loop. So it starts off where you're the husband. Uh, you come home. Your wife's like in the bathroom or something. She comes out and she's like, I made a special dinner. Last night was great. And then you have conversation options. So you have to, and then at about the nine minute mark, a police officer knocks on the door. Police officer comes in, arrests your wife and kills you. And then it starts over. Loop and he's like, what the hell? Kind of like a groundhog day. He's like, what the hell? And then you have different options. So you have to keep doing it until you can figure, but it's only 12 minutes. After a couple of times, you know when the cop's gonna knock, you're gonna, but you have to figure out the murder mystery and ask specific questions, find certain things on the house. It is addictive. I highly recommend it. All right. I have Game Pass and I'm always asking people because I don't want to waste my money on Game Pass. I'm like, tell me what games to play. And we're we're starting Project Winter right now. And I'm learning how to play that. But I will look into 12 minutes because I really want to get my money's worth out of Game Pass. 
yeah it, it's i love game pass i think that's why I'm, I'm more of an xbox guy than a playstation guy because i feel it's a great value even older games when does you, playstation not have that they have something similar but their choices are so they'll have like old playstation 4 games that you've played eight years ago not really interested in that because xbox is more like a pc they have a lot of independent developers so yeah. some of the best games i've found are some of the small independent games well that's just like white noise too yeah it's an indie game and i love playing it we don't play it all the time but when we do we're like oh why don't we play this more (laughs) it's definitely a blast so yes 12 minutes gets the down in the den you want a mind bending and they have some pretty uh william defoe is the cop they have some pretty william defoe love william defoe i always thought he should be the joker um and then there's two other big actress actors and actresses that are the voice actors who I can't think of right now, but yeah, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. All right, I'll check it out. Absolutely. Now, uh, going on to the Twitch, uh, I'm trying to get into Twitch because, you know, as a content creator, more ways that you can make content, the more ways you can get yourself out there. Um, but I haven't entered yet. So why what, why have you not? Just tell me I, why you have not. Simply just put it on a back burner. I am. I, people ask me what's my favorite nation. I tell them procrastination is <laughs> my that's, favorite. That's my daughter's favorite yeah, nation. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's that. I'm like, well, I need to edit this. I need to edit that, and then I'll play the video game on my own. And I'm like, oh, I could be, I could be streaming this on Twitch right now. So you're absolutely right in that respect. Or, or you could just uh record your gameplay and just mark down the times that something amazing happened and just cut those clips and then you have content too so you're not wasting that time not streaming but just playing the video game for fun that's that's you know that's a pretty smart idea i'm gonna write that down on my notepad how at now the people i do know that are on twitch they love it they love the community how's the community for you is it something that you really look forward to uh meeting with that community on twitch Oh my God. I love it. Like I should have gave up Twitch a while ago, <laughs> but I can't, I can't. Cause I, I feel like if I don't show up, I'm going to be letting them down. And at the same time, I have so much fun on Tuesdays and that four hours of streaming that I block off and I show up at a consistent time and I end at a consistent, uh, at, it's the same time every Tuesday. And while I'm streaming, what I do is I I have one of these bad boys. It's called a stream deck. And every time there's this moment that happens, I'll I'll hit this button and it'll mark it in the video. So when I edit the next day, I can just go to those clips and edit it down for my YouTube and make smaller clips for my my Twitter and stuff. So in my mind, I rationalize creating great content and if there's something adult in there adult conversation i'll use that for my only fans so i i am always working while i'm streaming and there's never lost content that's wise and that we we talk with a lot of content creators artists of all sorts on the on the on the show and uh that's one thing that i always tell people everything can be content but you know what i was thinking You probably could do this podcast on Twitch. You don't have yeah. to be gaming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. There's people that do podcasts, people that do music. They do everything with Twitch. It's just getting in. I always tell my uh, producer, um, she helps me with a lot of the tech. 
and I tell people, people look at me and because I'm a gaming nerd and a comic book nerd, they assume that I'm also a computer hacker. And I'm like, dude, no, we were poor growing up. I had a gateway computer in, in the mid 2000s when they were already old. I'm not computer savvy. So getting on a new format, I tell people when MySpace was out, I was still on whatever was before MySpace. When Facebook came out, I was on MySpace. I don't even, I think it was Yahoo Messenger before MySpace or something. AOL? AOL chat. Yes, AOL (laughs) chat. The shout out, age set location. That was, that was the wave in 1997. ASL, baby. ASL, baby. Everyone was lying, but it's all good. It's all good. Now you wear plenty of hats and I I love multifaceted artists. That's what you are. You're an artist. I also understand you run a lot of events in Vegas and one of my favorite pastimes in life. I, I was almost internationally famous for my karaoke performances on a cruise a few years ago. People were coming to me, calling me boys to men, even though I can't sing, but it's all about the personality. I understand you run an event called Karaoke XXX. Those are two things I'm very interested in. Tell the <laughs> tell the debates about two of our favorite pastimes combined in one awesome event. Tell us a little bit about that. So Karaoke Triple X was created because we needed a meetup group out here in Vegas for everybody in the industry. And that could be cam models, fetish, um, adult, whatever, producers, talent. And they would come to, they still do, come to karaoke. And that's a great way to network. And the reason we have karaoke is because some people can fucking sing. Some people can't, but that's that's the joy of it. I love it. And we all get together once a month here in Las Vegas and sing. Now, I personally don't sing because I am tone deaf, but I love the organization of it and getting everybody together. And I just make sure everybody's having a good time or I'll make the introductions. If I know somebody's looking for talent, I'll make the introduction to that person or and and fans are welcome. So when fans come into Vegas and a performer is like, um, yeah, you can meet me at karaoke triple X. Cause it's a safe place. It's public. Right. We got your back and you can meet your fans. And it's a great way to get everybody together all at once when the performers want to actually leave because since 2020, everybody's a homebody and like, ah, I don't know if I want to go out. <laughs> that, that is awesome. And you're absolutely right about that. Um, I always tell people the pandemic made me realize how little human contact I really need to be a happy person. And it, it kind of scared me because I found myself four or five days. And I was like, when's the last time I've been out the house? Because you can DoorDash everything or Instacart everything or Amazon everything. So I literally have no need to get out of my chair at all. I, I Isn't told that him, crazy? It's crazy. It, 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 it's the wave of the future, but it's also scary. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking kids that can do push-ups in about 10 years are going to be like the new LeBron James because we're all so sitting down and uh, connected to this or connected to everything. So I, I, I said maybe at 50, I'll be able to make my NBA dreams because all the kids at that point will... <laughs> It'll be so out of shape that I can, hey, I can still do a layup. <laughs> It'll be like that movie. Was it um, the cartoon where the it, we all got obese and we just sit in a chair and we slip or, or what? Oh God, oh, I want to say short circuit, but now it's dating me. This was a freaking cartoon and it had the robot and we destroyed Earth. Um, oh gosh, I know you're. I know you're. 
dead mates are freaking shouting it out. Oh yeah, they're they're probably. It's a Disney in, movie. It's a Disney movie. They're gonna be in the comments like it's Wally. Whoa, you got it. You got it. It is Wally. It is Wally. Yeah, I, I, see, we're 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 there. We're there. We're there. Absolutely, it's my Professor X abilities that that uh, I wanted. So you said you don't participate in the songs themselves. I, if I, you were, what would be your go-to karaoke song? If, if someone dragged you on and you had Okay, to. so if I have too many drinks, I will get up at the end of the night and sing Cookie Monster because you don't have to sing it. You're just like, C is for cookie. Good enough for me. Ow, that hurt my throat. So I, I do a little Sesame Street, and that's when people know, oh, yeah, she's she's taking an Uber. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Well, at least you, you have a telltale sign. I, I'm not much of a drinker, so... If I smell a beer, I'm like, hey, everybody, want to see me with my shirt <laughs> off? So they, everyone says Sean's the designated driver because if this guy walks past the bar, he just passes out. So I, you know, I grew up redneck and we drank beer and, and sat around campfires. So it's maybe it's a little nostalgic, but I freaking love a good beer. Yeah, you know, I am starting. I'm not one of those about Demi's. Please don't send me any beer. I, I don't want you guys to waste any of your money because it's, it's not that serious to me. But a funny story. I didn't have my first drink until 20 years old. And I was at school and we had a uh, someone in our dorm who was 21. So he was like, I'm making a liquor run. What does everybody want? So everybody's like, yeah, let me get, mind you, this is early 2000s. So they're like, let me get some Cisco. Let me get this. Let me get this type of beer. I didn't drink. So the only thing I can remember is what I saw in my mom's refrigerator. So I was like, yeah, let me get a Bartles and James Fuzzy Navel. And then, oh, oh <laughs> you just lost your man card. Oh my it God. It was cold and, and revoked. Oh, everyone just, they were like, hey man, do you need to tell us something? I'm like, no, no, you know, it's it's for the chicks. Uh, that oh, smart, well played, sir. Right. Well played. That was my answer. So I got off of, because I'm quick on my feet, but I was like, oh my God, apparently that is not what uh, you're supposed to drink. So after that, I just remember hearing guys saying Jägermeister, which is disgusting, by the way. And yeah, so, but it's great for the girls. Now, somebody pulled the Jaeger for the girls. They, there you they, go. They so pulled that it was soon. My, that was my drink of choice. Now, you're also a podcaster. You're also in, in this world of podcasting. Tell the Demates a little bit about your podcast. So I got started with Katie Morgan on a podcast and then she stopped doing it and I was addicted. And I'm like, oh, let me uh, dive deep and see what podcasting is all about. So I learned how to do it on my own and grab a server and build the site and then, you know, the audio and all that. So um, in 2014, I started doing uh, different podcasts and I brought my friends along and I teamed up with Jocelyn Stone, which is my co-host for my Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. And I'm her co-host for Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. And it works out great because she's a dominatrix and I'm a vanilla little cupcake. So I'm always asking questions. Like, what? What do you do? Oh, my God. And I, I try to think what the listeners would be saying. And we've progressed from just doing it. Her and I kind of like this her and I just doing it this way. And then we added the chat room with discord. Cause I learned discord from Twitch and I'm like, Oh, we could totally like, let's try Liberated, a lot of chat. Yeah. yeah. And at first it was horrible. Cause you hear all the ding, ding. And I realized I got to turn off those notifications. Right. And then it, 
progress to be, they start showing up because we're consistent on what time, what day, and they, they're part of the show. And if somebody is in the industry, because what I do is I teach people about the adult industry and what I've learned on my way. So they can pipe in and then we give them some love and shout outs um, if they have certain sites they want to promote. So it's turned out to be this great thing, kind of like Twitch. I can't wait for Mondays. We show up, we have fun, we banter and they'll throw up like gifs and stuff in the chat room and we have to look away going, okay, you need to stop because we're trying to be serious about the conversation right now and you're fucking with me. So... It is something I look forward to on Mondays, doing a live show. But it's a bitch the next day because you got to edit. You got to, like, make those little. People don't realize the work afterwards. It's a job. This is, like I said, this is the fun part. I could do this all day. Literally curve out an eight-hour block and just talk to interesting people all day. It's not until you put that footage on the hard drive and you're like, Okay, now I got to put this and cut this and add this. So I understand so, the passion. I am the opposite. I would rather clone myself to do this part, right? Because I want to do the editing. I My creative mind works like, oh, I'm going to use this clip for this and I'm going to do this. So me sitting down to edit, and that's when I turn on reality shows in the background because it's I have to justify watching TV that way and be productive. So editing is my favorite part. Wow. wow. Yeah. It, That's where I per- get off. Each person, you know, is different. And, and it's it's kind of like that that white noise where, you know, you can put something in the background and edit. Thing. With me, I think because my content is mostly just shoulders, the editing is not that difficult. You know, it's just finding the right pieces and, and putting it there. Um, and I went to school for it. So that part is really just. Connected. I wish I knew what I wanted to do when I'm older, besides taking my clothes off. I wish somebody sat down and said, you know what you'd be good at? Because I would love to have went to school for that. Well, the thing is, these careers didn't really exist That's 10 true. years ago. They, they really didn't. You know, no one had Zoom 10 years ago. No one had, I mean, I heard of podcasts, but you didn't have visuals. It was really for the, for the nerds that people, hey, you know, they have a, a statement about a uh, stars and 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 there's a podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson and he's talking about collapsed stars and the rest of us were like yeah I don't I'm a C student I don't understand what you're talking about. The great part of podcasting is you can multitask so you can put on a podcast and you can go do mundane things like yes. clean the bathroom do your chores uh fucking mow the lawn I don't know what those mundane chores are but that's a great thing you can multitask like when I'm driving in the car I haven't used my radio forever i'll be listening to podcasts that teach me about something so i can multitask yes i always tell people you know i've I've been out of school since 2002 but i always tell people i had to go to the library (laughs) i had to go to a library think about how archaic is that and hand a library card and look at the Dewey Decimal. You ask a 13-year-old what it is. used to file the books. I yes. love doing that. Yes, I had to do that. And I'm, I'm like, now you kids can literally go on your phone and get all the information in the world. Why are you bringing home anything less than an A or B? It's, it's, right? it's there for you. I would hate to be a teacher and try to grade. It's too much information. It, it, you can even look up how to work a math problem on the end, put it right on paper. So when I hear kids about failing in school, I'm like, you're just lazy. You're Absolutely. just lazy. 
Absolutely. They go to the same nation, procrastination. Procrastination. Absolutely. I wish I could get a degree in YouTube University because I got to tell you, I love to learn that way. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube is amazing. I wish they had some type of accreditation. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> we're speaking it into existence in two years. There'll probably be a YouTube. But right. Not- you could sign up, yeah, yeah. take and, all and these courses. That's coming. YouTube, if you steal this idea, it belongs to Rebecca Love. I'll take one point of credit. Oh, no, we're oh. sharing this. We okay. freaking brainstormed it together. There I would never came up with it if you didn't there say we go. it. Don't steal it. I have a good attorney. They will sue you. So. Uh, we've talked about your origin. We've talked about your passion. Uh, it's time to earn that denmate stamp. So we have a little game that we're going to play. It's called okay. That, This, or Plead the Fifth. So the rules are simple. We're going to give you two choices, and you have to pick one. If one is too spicy, you can always plead the fifth. If you don't want to make the decision, if it's too hard to make that choice, then you don't have to make that decision. Okay. Are you? Are you ready? I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. It, 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 it's very calm. It's very tame. So okay. uh, the first one, we may already have the answer to this, but PlayStation or Xbox? Well, Xbox, because I don't know anything about PlayStation. I don't know anything about PlayStation, but we know this. This one, Jason or Freddy? And, and people looking can see a lot of Jason on the background, but Jason or Freddy? Freddy, because I feel like he's he can invade your dreams. He can do anything. Let me tell you, I am a super analytical person. So my fear factor would always be based off of what's the likelihood of this actually happening to me. So I was never scared of Jason because me, if I read that there was 40 murders at a camp, I'm just not going to go. Right? Jason rarely goes out of Crystal Lake and stuff for those later Except movies. for when he went to space. For, for some <laughs> reason. he went, to, And then I think he went to Manhattan one time. Oh, yeah, he went to Manhattan. I remember he beat up a guy with a boom box or something. It was completely stupid. Epic. Epic, yeah, but it was it, <laughs> it was epic that he beat the boom box, but it was so stupid that this big six-foot-five hockey mask guy with a machete just walking around in the hood. And people were like, hey, man, you want to buy some crap? It was back in the day where they were just getting off of black exploitation, so every black guy in the movie was like, hey, man, you want to buy some crack? And the Jason's was like, no, machete to the head. So like, oh, <laughs> but he was sexier than Freddy. For some yeah. reason, as long as he kept the mask on, right, he right, was sexier. <laughs> Absolutely. Mike Myers or Chucky? Chucky. Chucky. And I have the Mike Myers behind me. The only thing I'm missing for my, well, I just, I don't have it for my collection yet, but I would totally take a Chucky doll and a Freddy glove. Send her a Chucky doll, uh, a Freddy glove, and I don't see a Hellraiser anywhere. So let's get a (gasps) Hellraiser in there. Dude, they just did Hellraiser on Dead by Daylight. And a lot of kids don't even realize there was a movie called Hellraiser. They know it's a Cinnabite. A Cinnabite? That sounds like a fucking food. Uh, Cinnabons? Yeah, they're Cinnabites. I think they're... Cinnabites, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But a lot of people don't even realize, millennials don't even realize that was Hellraiser. So I think we need a remake, reboot, something of Hellraiser. I think Go with the Debit Daylight character. Even though they're part of our audience, I tried not to hang with anyone whose birthday starts with 2000 because they're just... There's their line of thinking and, and what they've experienced in the last 20, 21 years. It blows I, me away. I got to tell you, because I'm on Twitch, I get a lot of millennials and I kind of like their way of thinking. Love, peace, fart and glitter. Love all that stuff. But sometimes I have to like tell them, come on, 
You gotta man up. Gotta have some thick skin. A you little know? bit. I, a little I, bit. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the EDM culture. Uh, you know, in Vegas they have a lot of a lot of shows and the plur lifestyle, peace, love, unity, and respect. Love that. I used to have a huge beard. So people, but I'm clearly the oldest. I'm, you know, at the time I'm in my late 30s. So I'm like the oldest person there. By And the kids come up, they're like, can we put glitter in your beard? And I'm like, that's so nice. Yes, you can put glitter in my Do beard. Do it. Go Do right it. ahead. So then I'm, you know, walking around and it may have also been some things that I don't drink, but there was other things that I may have taken. And, that's uh, okay. That's you know, okay. And the kids are just like glitter beard, glitter beard, and I'm like, oh, this is great. And but I just couldn't. Keep I would love this. to see glitter beard. You really need to take a picture. I'm, I'm growing it back. Media. I'm growing it back. I might do it. I used to be Marlon Beardo, the bearded weirdo, but then I kind of had a pandemic thing where I shaved my head and cut off my beard, and I was like, oh, I've ruined my entire online identity now. Hey, we've all done it because I've dyed my hair so many different fucking colors. Hey, we all have to pull a Britney sometimes. Sometimes you just got to shave it all off. You pulled a Britney. You just used her as a verb. Absolutely. (laughs) Now. Oops, he did it again. (laughs) I did it again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm not that innocent. Now. (laughs) Oh. What I did there? I totally seen what you did. Now, great sex or real love? Real love. There you go. There you go. So that is three for three. You've just completed that. This or plead the fifth. You get your official den mate stamp. That means you're in here for life. Gang, gang. That means you're <sighs> always welcome. Anytime you have something to promote, you now have a second home here in the den. That made me so happy. This, this has been a blast. I, I hate to end this conversation. This, this, is, this has been a blast. I want you to give the den mates, let them know where they can find you, what you got going on, your social media details. The floor is yours. You've earned it. Let everyone know where they can find you. All right. I'm just going to make it super simple because I don't want to hurt your head. Go to RebeccaLove.com. One B, two C's, and everything's right there. All my social media, everything you need to know, and see what fits your genre. Because I have so many different hats that you might like my gaming, you might like my adult version, and you just might... Like my social media saying, hey, what's up? There you go. So it's going to be RebeccaLove.com, two Bs, no, one B, two Cs. Oh, see, some people do that once in a while. Or just Google Rebecca Love. I'm sure I'll come up on the first page. Either way, Google her, Google her. But we'll, Google put all me. The, we'll put all the information there. It has been a blast. We would love to have you back anytime. I got to tell you, I, be, before you hang up on me here. This podcast has been amazing. Like the conversation flowed. It's very interesting. I I love the dialogue. And I learned a lot about you too. Well, thank you. If if it wasn't for the the tan, I just, I went to Florida a week ago. So if it wasn't for the Where'd you go? I I used to live in Florida. I went to Palm Beach, went for a wedding and had a blast. Um, Got some, I I hadn't really went swimming in Florida. Uh, because I, I can't swim, but the water was just so blue. I was like, I, I'm from Virginia Beach, which our water is kind of cruddy. Uh, so I try to stay away and, and I went there and I swam and got super burnt, but it was a blast and everything was great until some crab legs just start randomly washing on shore. And we were like, is somebody eating in the beach or eating crab or did something kill a crab? And, and after that, my mind started working. I was like, anxiety, panic. Now I'm getting out of the water. Done, done. 
dun, dun, exactly. dun, 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 which is a great horror movie a of all horror. time. Jaws, Steven Spielberg. Let me tell you how scary Jaws is. Before we, and this is how scary Jaws is. My brother, God rest his soul, my best friend in life, terrified. I could do a whole show about how he was, because he was 10 years older than me. Yeah. So when you're seven and your brother's 17, he's going to have some fun with you. And he tortured me in the most loving way. I was petrified of Jaws. Petrified. Living in a beach town, went to the beach all the time, saw Jaws. I was like, nope, not for me. I was so scared of Jaws, he could simply go, and I would start having a panic attack. So that's all he needed. That's all the ammunition he needed. He would literally do that, and I would run and jump off the couch and hide on the chair. And I think I was four when Jaws came out, but I would shake just from the music. And I, I we tell my mom we finally remember uh, him, and I said, you know, Pop, that was my brother's name, greatest guy in the world, love him to death. But boy, did he torture his little brother, all in good fun. That's but, what you're supposed to do. I'm um, my to do. my mom got a Chucky doll. And my sister was deathly afraid of Chucky. And it's one of those things you stick on the back of your car and stuff. And she tortured my sister. And oh. she don't like horror movies to this day. Yeah, it's great. I'm, one time, the biggest fear, and I wish they still had this, the biggest prank he did on me that I wish I could do to someone. He, uh, I don't know if you remember the Teddy Ruxpin doll. Yeah, I remember. I used to have one. So he took my Teddy Ruxpin, took the tape, put some paper on it, and recorded over it. He had a very deep voice like myself. So when I put my Teddy Ruxpin on night, instead of, hi, I'm Teddy Ruxpin, I got, your soul is mine, and I am coming for you tonight. And then I freaked out, woke up, was like, what the hell is this? Ran to get my mom, he switched the tape out. I come back in my bedroom, I'm like, mom, it's a demon, it's a demon. I put it on and it's, hi, I'm Teddy Ruxpin. And my mom's like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, no, it, it, it happened wasn't until we were adults where he told her, yeah, I was, everything he said happened, really happened. I was doing it. So it was a hell of a- Oh my a God, that would make a great TikTok video. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If, we could, <laughs> if they could find it, 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 some of the things I always said, forget content. All I have to do is remember uh, some things. And this, this guy, he told me a uh, the dryer was a transformer and that if I get into it, it would transform. And then he turned it on. So I hop in and he was like, just say Autobots, roll out. And I'm like, Wait a minute, you hopped in the dryer? In the dryer, yes. I was very Did you go kid. a full rotation? Full rotation. A couple of full rotations before my mom here boom, 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 boom. And she ran in there when I came out. My what was, was wrong all... with your brother? <laughs> it was, it was I, I'm surprised he... you survived childhood. I always tell people, I'm like, How? and then he became a social worker, like one of the high people <laughs> presidential Of course awards. he did. Yeah, for social work. And I'm like, he's working with children? Him? Of all people? I am petrified. But he's just, he's like, I call him Loki. He was like a Loki. Just completely mischievous. And it was the best. You know what? He probably gave you thick skin to survive this world. Yes, 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 it did. Yes, he did. I always tell people, you could never joke with me because I've heard all the jokes by six years old. And it's sharpened, steel sharpened uh, steel. So I ended up becoming a gift of gab and being able to talk. So I would always, you know, kids are mean. I would always come into class, analyze every single person like the Terminator. Like, all right, this person clothes are dirty. This person needs a haircut. This person, but I would never use it until they use something on me. 
Oh, so you had your ammo ready. I had my ammo, fully loaded clip. So as soon as they said, hey, Sean, you got buck teeth. I'm like, that's true, but I'll get braces in a few years. Let's talk about you. And then I was, bam, 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 bam. But after that, they they quickly learned, let's be Sean's friend because this guy, oh yeah, absolutely. So I was just like, sawed off right to the face. So after that, they were like, oh, okay. We've you learned. probably earned the respect then because they yeah, knew not yeah. to bully you. Absolutely. As a comedian, he says, I don't call it bullying. I call it character carving. So that's what our nature, our age, we grew up with a little bit of character carving. So Wait a minute, you're a comedian? I've done comedian, but no, there's a, another comedian. I've done. Comedy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've okay. done stand up a while, but it's how did you feel about stand up? Just curious. Stand up was amazing, um, but it's something I had essentially been doing since I was five years old without knowing it. Ah. So I think while anyone can learn a technique, they have comedy classes. It it's something that you have in your core, and mm-hmm. you'll know. I suggest everyone try it. Because it, it's one of the hard, public speaking is hard to a lot of people. It is hard. There's such a dance to it. And there is writing skills because you got to cut off that fat. But yeah. I got I loved everything because I did the whole comedy thing. I hated stand up. I hated getting up. Right. On, I couldn't come off natural. I felt scripted. Right. But the and rest of it happens. I loved. Well, that's what happens. The first time, couple of times you do it you're learning your segment, you're learning how to segue, you're learning how to transition. So it's not in a natural conversation, people talk over each other, people go in and out, they go around. That's how people naturally talk. That's why I love Quentin Tarantino's writing because his dialogue flows. Like He's an amazing really artist. Talk. Amazing artist. I love Quentin Tarantino, favorite director. So and big, if you think about a lot of his biggest movies, it's two people sitting down having a conversation. That's how I felt about Clerks. Yeah, Clerks the dialogue. is literally boom, boom, two boom, boom, people boom, boom, boom. having a conversation and it comes from having passion about knowing what, you, you know, and comfort with what you're talking about. So I found with my times I've done stand-ups, when I've done material that wasn't like, take my wife, it didn't go. But when yeah. I just talked about my life and telling stories and the funny thing, it came off natural. You know, it's just like, that was a, one of my bits talking about how my brother tortured me and it's which natural. is amazing stories yeah they're amazing stories so being able to pull from that and have it, I always said that's why you see comedians go down the more money they get because they don't have the stories anymore and you can't connect to people when you say my butler didn't put the crease in my pants can't relate like, to that can't relate to that and you can't relate to that so having that actual comfort and, and what you're speaking about and actually living it and a lot of comedians the big ones have writers so that's another reason they may come off you know not as authentic because they're telling someone else's story that's not true be the same it's not going to be the same if i write my story about to kevin hart about getting thrown in the dryer it's not going to come off the same because even though he can fit you know what i shouldn't have said that short people i love you guys he's very small though. but uh <laughs> <laughs> he's tiny but, He's a tiny guy. It's fine. He's petite. He knows it. He talks about it. All the time. All the time. So I, I feel that's the thing with me with stand up, being able to just be my true authentic self was a blast. I need to get back out there and start doing it again. But yeah, it's a blast. It's a blast. So if you like dialogue movies, I just watched because I have a horror podcast and we talk about certain movies we watched um, online or, or streaming services. And one that was recommended and it's not a porno. 
called uh, Roadhead, and it's on Tubi. And it's di- the dialogue is amazing. Like I'm like, holy shit! Great verbiage. It's a B movie, but if you just listen to the dialogue, it's one of those you have to sit down and watch. Freaking great! That script must have been I don't know how many pages, like War and Peace. But I just love the banter going back and forth. I wouldn't want to be one of those actors trying to memorize all that. Oh no, no, no! And I would. That, that was one of the things with acting. My memory with remembering lines. Yeah. Trash. I love improv. I can improv with the best. Of love them, improv. Love oh my god. Improv. But remembering the lines, I was in a, uh, a class in college for a, a drama because I was just trying to get an easy elective. I didn't know that she was off Broadway and would have made it to Broadway, but she got in a really bad car accident that messed up her leg. Yeah. So I didn't take the craft seriously. I'm just thinking, oh, I'm just trying to get an extra A. And she would always say, you have so much talent, but you don't take it seriously. Why don't you take it seriously? And I would always say, I'm kind of ugly. I'm never going to be an actor. You know what I mean? And I was like, <laughs> No one's, you're never going to, if you put me and Brad Pitt, I don't care if I have the best line, they're going to hire him. So I would justify it in my head. No, there's character acting. There's so many parts to be played with acting. Now listen, when people go, um, oh, you know what? You'd be a good model for this. I'm like, I ain't no fucking model. I'm an actor and I would love to play these parts and I'm a B actor because I love to be silly. So I do a lot of the B movies, but don't ever call me a model because I'm not one. <laughs> and, and now as I got older, I, I look at, you know, I didn't know about character actors back then, but I look at Steve Buscemi and I'm like, yeah, he's got plenty of roles or, or Paul Giamatti. These guys are not going to be. Uh, you mentioned William Defoe. Hello. Yeah, yeah he's a, and he's great. He's great. So I, I always tell people it doesn't matter if you discover your passion at five or 55, as long as you discover it and pursue it that's fine. So that may be something we, I, you know, I do in the future. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, Rebecca- well, I'll this, look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you, Rebecca. This has been a blast. You're always welcome here. Anytime you, absolutely. Anytime you have something to promote, anything at all, you just want to chat it up. You have my info. We'll be in contact. We're serious about the Denmates for Life. We support all of our Denmates, all of our guests. It's a relationship. You'll probably be getting a contact. We're going to send you some merch. We always like to send, uh, yes. So we're going to send you some, uh, wherever you want it mail, we'll go ahead and send you some merch. All of our den mates, we like to uh, make sure that they get to represent us uh, because it's a family. It's all about a family. Fam. Absolutely. Fam, bam, exactly. But as always, it's your boy Mars. I have Rebecca Love here. Please check her out. Please check out her great content. She's amazing. I'm batting 1,000. All of our guests have been amazing. This is no different. So please check out the homie Rebecca. Please support. Please subscribe. It's been a blast. It's your boy Mars. It's Rebecca. Rebecca, if you want to uh, tell the Denmates a final word. Yeah. Thank you for having me on here. It has been a privilege. Absolutely. Thank you, Denmates. It's been an honor. Signing out for Down in the Den. As always, it's your boy Mars. Thank you guys for tuning in to this very special episode. And as always, deuces. And-